0: I got some shit to talk today. Um, So, hey guys, welcome back to Voice Notes. I am Brianna. Um, And today, and I wanted to ignore the elephant in all the rooms, but I just can't do it. Today we're going to talk about racism, colorism, and classism. Now, it has been, no, those three topics have been the main topics of conversation for the past couple weeks and it was really triggered by um george floyd's death um well not death murder by um police and it has really um rekindled the black lives matter um movement as it should have um and it's it's really And so many murders after that, and where it's like, enough is really enough at this point. Enough is enough. We are tired of being murdered simply for being black. We're tired. And it sparked conversation in Jamaica as well. As it should, because these issues do affect us. Racism in Jamaica didn't go away with emancipation. It did not. And you saying that this issue does not exist is a part of the problem. It is. So, you acting like it doesn't exist. Kicking with your non-black POC friends that don't give a shit about you. And... And take you, and take you as the um the token friend is being a part of the problem, the problem that we're trying to fix, the problem that exists. But you are so naive that you are willing to, and you're so naive and desperate for a seat at the table that. Is already, it's been occupied that you want to dismiss the issue that affects all black Jamaicans today. So we're going to (laughs) address racism first, and then we're going to get into the others. And classism is tied into both of these um, social issues. Um because it's so deeply entrenched into both of them, and I'm going to get into that later so racism racism in America is set up different from racism in Jamaica, and I've said this before, and I saw a tweet about it um that if you're looking for racism the, um america's racist racism makeup. Out here, you're not going to find it. And it's simple as that. Most black Jamaicans have never interacted with white people. But racism still affects us. Because our racism makeup is more economical than anything. And because we don't... And it's also social because racism is a social issue. And it's even political as well, but it's more so economic than anything else. You know, um, Jamaica. The Jamaica, the Jamaican government has borrowed so much from um, the IMF that we owe them trillions at this point, and we just worried the other day. And I think that that was the end of it like that's I think it was like I, I don't wanna like don't quote me, but I think it was like a couple million like fifty something I don't know like a couple million when before we could bother like billions and I was, and it's it's gotten to the point where it's like this is it, this is the last of it. We have borrowed so much that we cannot take anymore. We cannot borrow anymore. And who do you think is in the Who do you think loans this money? White Americans. White um, private investors loan this money. And of course with any loan there are conditions Jamaica doesn't own anything <laughs> we don't own anything because of privatization which is where these big industries and big companies that Jamaicans once want, owned we no longer own them because of these private investors which are Almost all the time white. And if they're not white. They're non-black POC. And um, let me be clear. POC and black. Are not interchangeable. They're not. Black people are POC. But POC aren't black. (laughs) At all. So let's just. Get that straight. And. When these companies are owned by these private investors what else does this country have nothing we recently sold our um our export or no sorry our airport to um a mexican private investor we don't own our airports we don't own our um manufacturing companies we don't own our, um, hotels. We don't even own our, um, bauxite mines. Um, so, there is no way, because of privatization, there is no way for individual, black Jamaican individuals to own any of these things. And these, companies they underpay their black staff and under underpay and overwork their black staff and that's it and can we get into um that certain hotel on the north coast owned by that white family that owns almost everything in jamaica you know who i'm talking about (laughs) um They have sold this idea of their hotels. I've spoken on this before, as I said, on my um, Instagram story. And it's always crazy to me how they are still able to sell the colonialism um, ideology or experience. Through their hotels. That's what they market their hotel as. You know, the master slave kind of thing. You know, they have black staff, but their tourists, their visitors are white. They're white. And the pictures that they used to sell their hotels, I'm disgusted because it's always the black workers serving the white visitors. How is it never the other way around? How is it that these hotels are in this country that half of us cannot afford to go to? Most of us have never been. Um so what's tea? <laughs> What's tea? Because there's an issue. One of their hotels is literally called Royal Plantation. And you don't see an issue here? Anyway, moving on to the attractions. The other attractions. Um, Rose Hall Great House. That Miss Thing um um cosplayed as a slave owner for Miss Universe, and people were kiki with her, agree with her, saying it wasn't that serious. Are you kidding me? <laughs> make it make sense, make it make sense. I tell you right now, it does not make sense because. That is not a part of our culture. The the, the the um stipulation was to wear something that represents a part of your culture. Slavery, a slave master at that, is not a part of Jamaican culture. It's a part of our history. Slavery was in our history, not our culture. There should not be a slave culture in Jamaica or anywhere at that. And how dare you try to convince us that what you did was right. And how funny it is that that place is still standing. And that place is also owned by white people. So make it make sense. People have weddings. I've been there. I think once or twice. I've been and the the glorification of this back then when I went I was in primary school for like school trips so I did not know the magnitude of how big the issue is But now looking back it's like the glorification of that white slave master is weird. It's getting weird. It's been weird. So what's why how is it still standing? Why is glorification of white slave not slave masters had to be white because they enslaved black people so how is the glorification of a slave master still able to happen in this predominantly predominantly black country there's an issue Same with Lady Musgrave Road. That lady, white lady, (coughs) got her husband to build an entire road because she couldn't stand the sight of a rich black man. Make it make sense. And it's still named that. It is still named that. How? How? And it's just said so casually. Oh, I'm just driving down Lady Musgrave Road. Yada, 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 yada. A road was already there. A road was already there passing by that man's house. But she could not stand the sight of it. Because that man, um, Spiegel, had money. That's the same thing that occurs today. They don't want black people to have money. Because in their mind, their white supremacist mind, black people deserve nothing. And you try to convince me that this is not an issue? Make it make sense. Why are these white People have done that have done so much wrong to Black people, still able to have how are they able in the first place to have legacies, <clears throat> huh? Make it make sense? It does not. It doesn't. I'm telling you right now, it doesn't make sense. How are they able to still have legacies? Hmm. Anywho, um. And can we just talk about the um, the black quote unquote middle class, um, in um Kingston specifically, because it's like ever since that has come out, it's like their white friends, quote unquote, called them up and said, "Yo, go deal with this for me. <laughs> go tell the other, go tell the other blacks to shut the fuck up. Go tell the other blacks to not." Um, call me on my privilege that I'm still able to have so many years later. Hmm. Are are y'all good? Is the proximity to whiteness such a priority for you that you blatantly ignore the issue that affects your people? Hmm. You don't don't have the companies, babe. You don't have the companies. They do, and you work for them. And you defend them because they pay you so handsomely that you can't afford to fuck that bag up. You are so utterly desperate and pathetic that you refuse to acknowledge... Well, not refuse you not refuse to acknowledge you ignore the issue that affects you and your people. Make it make sense. It doesn't make sense. you sound like a you sound and look like a clown because the table are the seats at the table are already filled babe they're already occupied, and let me tell you right now, there are no black people at it. Um, you are not in the one percent. You are not even in the middle class because the middle class is a myth, and it's something that I learned recently. And it makes sense. It's a myth because the middle class is usually filled with um black people who are influenced at all by the white one percent. That those that they that those that quote-unquote, come beneath them, are poor. They're in the lower class. They're poor. They don't have anything. They're not worth anything. They don't deserve to have success, money, to be rich, to have livelihoods. That's how you sound. That's what you are. You're not in the middle class. And don't don't convince yourself that you're in the upper class. Either you're not. You think the those white people want you in their upper class? Hmm? are you good <laughs> um you're down here with the rest of us, babe. We're all seeking a come up, and to seek a come up, we need you to stop being idiots, and I hate calling people idiots, but i I have to call it like I see it. <laughs> I have to call it like I see it, it, do, it just does it. Why the whites have used so many um, things to institutionalize white supremacy, including black people. It's actually amazing. Like to see the scope like the full scope of white supremacy and how it is institutionalized and um, how systemic it is, it's actually amazing. This 400 plus years head start that they've had, you think they have not done anything in that time? You need to wake the fuck up racism did not dissipate with emancipation not because there is a few um white people in this on this island that doesn't mean that they're not racist babe and that doesn't mean that it doesn't affect you it does it may not be directly but it still affects you and it affects your people and your blatant ignorance is a part of the problem. You're no better than them. <clears throat> and I have to call it like I see it. It is what it is. You can stay mad. I know you're mad. I know you're upset. I know you're livid. But guess what babe? I don't I don't I don't care. I don't I don't care. <laughs> because I have to call it like I see it. I'm one of the reasons me and my family are in the lower class because there's no middle class, whatever. We're not in object poverty, but we're in the lower class and I I have to accept it. And one of the reasons for that is because the white supremacy your bosses have implemented for four hundred plus years. So are you done dancing for MASA? Are you done? Because the dance is tired. I've seen this choreography time and time and time again. When you were supposed to be looking out for your people. And your people doesn't have to include me, it doesn't have to include um, the rest of us. It includes your family. You're subjecting your families to this. You good? Are you done dancing for massa? That's what you're selling for. Black people could be at the top. We're working to be there. We all deserve to be there. Are you done settling? Are you ready to wake up from this dream that you feel like you live in you you and your your white counterparts you are so far removed from so far removed and out of touch with reality reality you don't see what's going on but you're ready to preach black lives matter for black American people and won't do the same for Jamaican people make it make sense make it make sense (sighs) You will preach black lives matter till thy kingdom comes for black Americans. As you should. Because we should support all black people. But you don't do the same for black Jamaicans. So do black lives matter? So do black lives really matter to you? Or are you just preaching that so you won't get called out? Are you are you just preaching that? So and you see your white people doing it too. So you can stop the theatrics. You can just shut the fuck up. You can stop the theatrics. You and your little white bosses can stop the theatrics because we don't need to see it. We've already seen the play. We've already seen this movie. We've seen this movie, we're tired. We don't we we've read the script, we know the script by heart. We've seen the movie, we've seen the play. We don't want to see it anymore. Wake up. fight with uh, fight with us because we can have it. but your you being a part of the problem is not helping us. And we're gonna um I'm gonna touch on um the racism in schools and then I'm gonna go to colorism because the first thing I'm about to start with is colorism in schools. Um we know the white schools in Jamaica, we know them. I don't I don't need to name names. You know who they are. And Most black Jamaicans can't even afford to go. And those who can are still a part of the fake middle-class problem. So, (laughs) yeah, um, that's that. That's all I have to say. Us as bad Jamaicans cannot afford to go to a Jamaican school. Imagine that. Imagine. And the traditional schools, um, they're no better. Because <clears throat> these traditional schools were built to accommodate white children, white students. And these are the schools we celebrate. These are the schools we put at the top. I wonder why. I wonder why why are the quote unquote um more illiterate children put in the non traditional schools? Why are these traditional schools so built up and non traditional schools aren't you know who they are the you know the all girls all boys schools um yeah we know who they are um those schools are built for white kids. They weren't built for us. They weren't built for us. Remember? At the time they we were built white. Not white. Black people um, still were not allowed. To have education. And this raises the point that. A white person's biggest fear is an educated black person. So while I can appreciate the sentiment that I'm not able to go to a traditional school, the foundation was laid and is still being institutionalized. Although most of these schools now accommodate black children and have an almost all-black demographic, it's still an issue. And that leads me into colorism. Now, (laughs) I'm going to speak for one particular school because this is the school I have the experience at. And the first thing I'm going to go into is um, hair rules, texturism, which is also a part of, it's a facet of colorism and something that's not talked about. So, hair rules, um, apparently set by the Ministry of Education, they were not. Um, They've said that, Oh, girls with kinky, curly hair can't wear their hair out at school. When we asked, they said it was because it distracts the other kids. When it's standing in line, hair goes in people's faces, yada, 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 yada. But the girls with the 3B, 3A hair, they're able to wear their hair out. And the girl with the the girls with relaxed hair are also allowed to wear their hair out. Um make it make sense. Um and <laughs> you know girls um girls with um quote unquote um negroid hair and I'm I'm saying that verbatim. Um girls with Negroid hair can't wear their hair in their afro puffs, they can't come in their afros. Um they can't they have to their hair has to be slicked back, um, either in a tight bun or a plaited ponytail, whatever. Um, and girls with short kinky curly hair, nappy hair. They have to find something to do with it. What are they gonna do with it, ma'am? <laughs> Cause we cannot wear braids. We, we can't wear braids. We can't wear knots. Bantu knots. None of that. So how are they supposed to do their hair? You you're you're seeing the issue, right? And <laughs> When the issue was raised, first they said it was because of the whole distraction thing. I don't know how um my hair is distracting uh soul, and I've never heard anybody complain about that. Oh, her hair was in my face. I've never heard anybody complain about that and it's and when um. They were putting on demonstrations of girls' hair that's unacceptable. They only brought up dark-skinned black girls. When the issue was raised, they brought out a light-skinned black girl with kinky curly hair. Are you seeing the issue? (laughs) Are you seeing the issue? Um... (laughs) Ch- ch- <laughs> I'm so over these traditional schools. Like, for real. For real, for real. Like, for real. For real. <laughs> over it. And when, and as I said before, they said it was um like a memo from the Ministry of Education. What memo? Um, There was an article that is still published by the Gleaner, that Minister Bobsey Bob Grange was saying that discrimination of here in schools is not allowed. So how was there a memo directly contradicting that very statement? You telling me there's not an issue? Hmm. Okay. Anyway, moving on. We're gonna talk about these clubs. Um, college is also an that is in the club. Um I'm going to speak for one particular school this time because it's the only school I can speak for because it's only um school that I've been, high school that is, that I've been to. Um so we're gonna talk about the clubs. Um there is particular clubs, one particular club that years back it's changed now, but um before like this year um it was only brown skin and light skin girls in that club, and if you weren't you were you had money, and it, it like any anytime you talked about the brown skin club, you knew which club um was being talked about you knew so it's crazy how and i don't even know if that was the um it, it i don't think it wasn't the criteria but according to the outside it was because all the exact body light skin club members light skin or um um they have money if they're a dark skin and I think, well, personally, the reason I never joined that club is because I never saw anybody that looked like me in that club. And down to the, up to the very exec body. I don't see me, myself being represented in the exec, so what am I doing in the club? That means I have no chance of leadership opportunities. Which means that when they ask for leadership of, um, 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 statuses, um, um, university and college applications, not available. Because these clubs have not allowed that. Sorry. Are you seeing the issue here? <laughs> um, and... Let's talk about these um, bullying happening. I'm not going to speak on my personal experiences. Um, I have, and I'm not willing. I have, like, one to four, and I'm not willing to go back into that because I know nothing will change for me, and I'm going to change it for myself. So, <laughs> anyways, bullying, I don't condone a bully. I don't care what you're bullying about. I don't condone a bully. Um, bullies are disgusting. Um, (laughs) and it's, 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 I'm not surprised, but, um, these things are, I feel like, you know, to me, colorism is nature and nurture. Um, you know you're being taught this at home, and it's further being embraced and institutionalized in schools so and in other social settings, so that's um so it happens there as well. It's able to foster and grow there um so. <sighs> I've heard this story, not at my um the school that I went to that they had this intervention for this dark skinned girl telling her to bleach and whatnot She whoever you are, I hope you're okay. I hope you're healing because these people do it so. Candidly, casually, and and they forget about it. These things are stuck on black girls' minds probably for the rest of their lives. Probably for the rest of their lives. <laughs> and it's 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 just thrown out in the into the open. Oh, you should bleed. Oh you're you should be glad you're not that black. Oh um Oh um uh you should be happy for house colors so you can't get lighter. Um you should moisturize your skin because it makes your skin look cool. No it makes your skin look ashy. Moistur- fucking rise, moisturize your skin. It makes you look ashy. It doesn't make you look cool. It doesn't make you look um, brown or light skin. It makes you look ashy. Put on some moisturizer. Put on some sunscreen, and go outside and sunbathe. Don't let anybody tell you. Don't condone those kind of um uh insults. It's not a compliment. <laughs> It is an insult to your entire skin tone, a part of you that you cannot change. And I say cannot because you're not supposed to bleach. Bleach is so damaging to your skin. Bleaching is so, so, so damaging to your skin. You think skin scans are nice? (laughs) When it's one of the most aggressive cancers there is. And you doing this to jeopardize your beautiful dark black skin. To please brown people. Who love a good tan by the way. They love a good tan. Love it. They want to wear our dark skin as accessories. They want to take our dark skin on and off. Because it's convenient for them. It's envy mama. Envy. They're envy green with envy of your beautiful dark black skin. Envious. Flawn it in their face. Cause when you bleach it makes them win. Flawn it in their face. Make them mad. They're mad. Make them stay mad. They can stay mad. They can stay mad, <laughs> so um, what else do I have to talk about um um colorism in um primary school, yes, it happens um, I went to a primary school where there was this um girl they claimed she she claimed she was of Indian descent um, I don't know who true that is um. <laughs> But she was always, um, put on the forefront of a lot of things. Um, she was always, and it was one of the only, um, light-skinned girls in that school. So, yeah, um, she was celebrated. um, yeah, yada, yada, yada. And can we talk about the, um... I feel like this is one of the reasons why um self hate is such a big thing with um dark skinned black people. I'm so glad I learned I'm so glad I learned um those white people I think the peace corps which is was like a um a teaching learning thing where they would come from um, their countries, um, and they would, like, have classes with, um, us, the primary school kids, (laughs) they were, all, all the groups are white, um, everything like that, and I remember there was this one particular one that she came, she had, uh, like, three, I want to say B hair, yeah, Three 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 B or three A here, and my um, grandmother used to um um like drop her off to school because my grandma was my school principal, and she, she of course we used to go to school we used to bring her to school and she the because especially because the place where she was staying at it was close to where my where we where we lived and she, I remember this one morning, she came in the car, and she was sitting in the front seat, and I was sitting in the seat directly behind her, and she pushed her hair over the seat of the, um, the, um, the car, the seat, the the little head thing, the headrest thing, and she... I guess she expected me to, like, play with her hair or whatever. Um, I was like, what are you, like, I told her her, like, her, um, I told her, like, her, like, um, Miss, your hair is in my face. And she was like, oh, you can play with it if you want to. Girl, I just said your hair is in my face, meaning I don't want to play with your hair. Please. mm <clears throat> And I was like, um, no, I'm, like, more, back then I was, like, more docile, um, stuff like that. And my mom was like, I want to play with your hair, but I did. I did. And, anyways, and I remember, like, the kids used to just flock around her and pet her hair and whatever. And she used to just bask in it. Bask in it. And I don't think she was aware of what she was doing. She was making those little black girls feel like her hair was prettier than theirs. And that's another thing too that I need to go into. Um, this whole pretty hair thing that is used to refer to um um uh hair of light skin girls. Um please let it go. Please I beg, let it go. Because there are girls, there are light skin girls with nappy hair. Uh their hair and, um sidebar. Um light skin doesn't um mean pretty. Anyways <laughs> Um, we need to let that whole um pretty hair thing go. Because I've never once heard um somebody say, Oh, that dark skin girl with nappy hair has pretty hair. She has pretty hair. I've always heard that. Um. Oh, light skin, pretty hair. What? And I'm. I'm. I will admit. I did used to use it, and sometimes, I still do because that's what I. Um hair. I stopped like since I was. I stopped for like a while now. I've, I haven't said the pretty hair th- thing like, I think, like, years. Like, a year or plus, plus. And it's something that needs to be abolished. Like, for real, for real. Because why why is it that the dark-skinned black girls don't have pretty hair? Hmm? Why don't they have, why don't we have pretty hair, um, Miss Mamas? I would love to know. I would love to know. Is it because it's kinky? That's why our hair is not pretty? It's nappy? hmm Huh? Something that is an embodiment of our um, ancestors. It's not pretty. Um, You black, you light-skinned black girls are more mixed than we are. That's why you have, quote-unquote, pretty hair. It's the whole white supremacist shit. <laughs> it's it's trickled down. You really hate to see it. You really do. Ciao. Anyway, so <clears throat> um, um, a little um sidebar. Isn't it funny that these. Um, most of these light skinned um Twitter faces are being added for being colorist, like Miss Mamas. And then you're gonna say, "Oh, I was a child. I was ah, it was a thing back then. It was a thing to be colorist. You know, twenty twelve to like twenty sixteen Twitter, um, that was normal. It was a trend. Being colorist was a trend." That you were a part of Disgusting Disgusting You should be ashamed of yourselves. Ashamed. No wonder you went private. No wonder you posted that little sorry ass note apology and went private. Deleting your account. No wonder. And it's fun. It's crazy because these people act like people don't know them in real life. That's the craziest. You just come on Twitter and pretend to be somebody else. Is it crack? Is it crack? Is it good? It's it must be crack because you are pretending to be this advocate for dark-skinned women dark advocate for dark-skinned people but you say you don't like um dark-skinned women and that's another thing the preference thing um a preference can just be a preference i don't i don't care i don't care i I don't i don't care you're not looking for me i'm not looking for you that that's fine but when you use the preference, the quote-unquote preference to excuse or justify your colorism, that's where I have a problem. That's where I care. Because you can have your preference. You can say, oh, I like that light skinned woman. I like women that look like me. That's okay. Women or men. That goes for both genders. Let me not single out the men. Mm-hmm. Don't keep to me. Anyways. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> ah! anyways um don't um it's, it's 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 comical i even i even lost my train of thought but it's comical you can yeah yeah you can say that you like women that look like me i like women i like people that look like me i'm attracted to people that look like me that's okay i think that's that's common For all of us. Including dark skinned people. I'm attracted to people that look like me. That's okay. But. When you use that. And then in the same breath. Say that. um, Dark skinned women are ugly. Yada yada yada. I would hate. To be a, a dark skinned. Person. Because people would look at me less. Do do you see the it's the math is not mathing? It's not adding up sir. It's not and it's crazy because time and time again, as I said, I can read this note apology by heart. I can make a note apology if I wanted to. Because every colorist that's ever been outed on Twitter it's always I was a child, I was naive, I did not know any better i um I did not know any better um it was normal for 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 um of that time with Twitter. So I took part because I thought it was funny. I wanted to fit in. Um I I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry. That's not what I would say. Um I apologize to any any um to all the people that I have offended. But don't forget I was young. I did not know any better. But I was 19, I was 20, 15, 16, 17, 14. Really? You were old enough to know better. That's why that excuse is false, nullified. You're a poly quote "Apology is a nullified once you use that age excuse. It doesn't make any sense you are old enough to know better." You are out here hurting people, ruining self-esteem, but you were young and naive, a 90-year-old child? Is it crack? Is it crack? And I'll tell you, it is crack. It has to be crack. Because there's no way that that made sense in your mind. And that's every every Twitter fan that's ever been outed to be colorist. Every single one. I read that apology down to a T. Because that's how you are. And oh, let me not forget that whole sentence. Oh, I knew this day would come. What? (laughs) I knew that this day would come. One. One, okay, one. It's crazy that you still had those tweets up, but yet you've grown. Crazy, but I'm glad because I'm able to see who you really are making dissertations, advocating for dark-skinned black people, Um, doing all the theatrics, acting the part of a true ally, a true advocate for dark-skinned black people in this country to have some form of social mobility, the social mobility that they deserve, that we were robbed of. It's truly a masterpiece. But guess what? We've seen the movie before. Time and time again. Don't you guys learn? And also, I tweeted this, but... Is it a rite of passage? Is it a phase for you to be colorist? Just open it and candidly like that? Because I I don't believe that you can grow in like that um <laughs> so little years and there is a tweet there are tweets from like twenty nineteen even twenty twenty big twenty 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 of you being colorist but now you wanna be oh you guys are 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 despicable for being colorist. But you call the back woman a cockroach so um and y'all, y'all need to stop normalizing being colorist. Of all the things to normalize being colorist. Of all the things to say to not be normalized. Colorism is not one of them. Um, When you are kicking, calling mackerel a cockroach for fits and giggles. Because she do look like one. What? what what really i'm convinced that all of you guys are crack crack cocaine you're just snorting them shits up you are just snorting that shit up (sighs) sorry (laughs) i shouldn't have done that (laughs) i shouldn't have done that but that's you Snorting all that crack. And how are you trying to go and make these excuses? And then you make these Twitter ap- nose apologies. Throwing other colorists under the bus so you don't look as bad. Um, It was normalcy. A lot of people, a lot of your faves were doing that. Okay, and that will be called out in due time. But now it's your time. It's your moment to... To, to acknowledge your actions and log out. We don't need the apology. We've seen it before. We've seen it by so many, so many different people. We're over it. Over it. Retired. We've seen the movie before. We've seen it already. We've seen, we've read the script, we know the plot. And it's so repetitive that we know the plot by heart. We can recite it for you. Is it a phase? How do you try to justify colorism? And before you even, colorism is not lesser than racism. It's not, Um. it's not. It's not the lesser of two evils. It is an equal evil. Do you know how many dark-skinned black people there are in this world? Colorism is as deeply entrenched into the idea of white supremacy as racism. It's equally. And it affects us all. Dark-skinned people, that is. It affects us all. Is it a phase to ruin people's lives? Ruin people's self-esteem. People are afraid. Afraid to look in the mirror at their beautiful selves. Because of your musty ass words. Imagine that. And you just went on about your life. You come on Twitter with the theatrics, acting like people don't know you in real life. People know who you are in person. They know who you, how you operate. They know who you hang out with. They know who you. They know the kind of energy you, you the kind of energy you put out in person. They know how you treat people. They see it in real life. You come on Twitter with the theatrics. Get called out. And the first. If the first incident is not no apology. Is to deny, deny, deny. What? It, it, It honestly. Has to be crack cocaine. Honestly. Truly. Has to be crack cocaine. And. Um. I'm going to read this, um, thing where, um, it's, like, examples of colorism so you guys, like, truly know, and it's examples, effects, and how to heal, um, and it's by Meng Wei on Instagram, at Meng Wei on Instagram, (laughs) excuse me, um, one, Telling black children to stay out of the sun because they'll get too black. That's that house color sheet. That's what I was talking about. Um, refusing to cast darker skinned black people in important movie or television roles. Um, when have Other than Blood and Water and the other politically um, driven black shows... What um that I don't mind anyway. I watch them. Um I feel like it should be a thing, but um what have what have you seen dark skinned black people in that is being the main um the main uh character that's not some um the character's the main character's best friend, the protagonist's best friend. Quickly. Anywho Favoring one child over another because they have lighter skin. This needs to be unpacked. I, I've never, I've never faced this, and I have a lighter skin. The sibling, I've never faced this. I have a lot. I, I, I don't even know what to say because I've never, literally, never heard of that. And if you're hearing that, um, that like kind of. I don't know what uh, that sound is. It's my um home screen. I'm recording and reading this from my phone. Um, so <laughs> um, for refusing to date dark skin people, I already spoke on this. I don't particularly I, I don't agree with this one, um, because you can have your preference. You can. My issue with the whole preference thing is when you use it to excuse or, or justify your um colorism. Like when you say oh light skinned people I'm attracted to light skinned people and then shit on darker skinned people in the same breath. Um glorifying features like light skin, straight hair, or light eyes. Yup. And bro, and eyes are beautiful. Um anywho. Um saying things like she's the, she's pretty for a dark skin girl or she's beautiful because she's light skinned. Um, I've already said before <laughs> that. Um, light skin doesn't equal beauty. Huh. I've said it. Um, and the whole she's pretty for a dark girl. I, have I gotten that before? I don't think I've gotten that. I've gotten the whole melanin chocolate compliments. I've never gotten the she's pretty for a dark skin girl. Also, I don't like those kind of compliments. If the only thing you can compliment me is... If the only thing you can compliment me on is my skin, please move. Please. Quickly. You can say, oh, my skin. Your skin's so clean. Yada, yada, yada. But if the only thing that you can compliment me on is my melanin, please move. Um, I already know my melanin is beautiful, sweetheart. Please move. And what the thing that the thing that grandpa cares most about that compliment is that years ago that was not happening twenty up to like twenty sixteen twenty sixteen was that was a lot anyways if that's the thing y'all use that ugh, i mm. Daniel is so weird. You guys use that is as the the thing to cover up your colorist tendencies. That's what that is. I wouldn't mind it if dark skin was always appreciated across the board. I wouldn't mind it. I would actually love it because my melanin, my melanin is beautiful. I am melanated princess but and if, it, if and especially if I, if I know that you're one of those colorist people mm. where was this energy just three years ago four years ago where was it <laughs> um and my dark skin is not a trend it's not a trend to subscribe to and love when you want anyways um, what is this? Six? Seven? Seven. When lining up kids, putting the kids with darker skin in the back of the line. Huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not, like, lines for, like, um, devotions and stuff. But, like, I used to, um, take part in these, um, I want to say, like, dance recitals. But it's not even that. Um we used to have like concerts for school and they used to always put the dark skin um um people in the back. Um so yeah, I don't experience it now because I stand where I want. <laughs> um using hashtags like team light skin. Oh anyways. Cha anyways, so um effects of colorism lighter skin people having more opportunities than those with darker skin. Darker skin, sorry. That speaks for itself. Um, people spending money on things like toxin skin liners and straightening their hair. People around the world spend around ten billion dollars a year to have lighter skin. That is crazy. And I will admit I'm one of those people that um relax my hair. I've stopped now since quarantine and I plan to stop like for good. Um and I've been saying this for like months like since like December that I'm ready to have my natural hair back I'm over relaxed hair I'm over it um and I can chalk that up to like internalized um texturism I will not act like I'm perfect I had it like I've had it like i've I was one of those um girls that you know thought. Once upon a time that, yo, three, the threes were better. like the, the fours were not it. And I have like 4C here. 4B, four 4C, I think. um, I don't know my hair type. Anyways, but I'm done for good. I'm ready for my natural hair back. Um, Anyways, um, people with darker skin getting teased and about the color of your skin. Yep, people with darker skin having lower self-esteem and developed feelings of shame. Didn't I speak about this earlier in 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 this podcast? I said that dark skin people are sometimes afraid to look in the mirror, to admire their skin because they don't see anything to admire. People with darker skin being denied a chance to join groups, clubs, and teams in their schools and neighborhoods. I spoke on that. So, um, <laughs> um, how to heal from colorism. Acknowledge that colorism exists through individual institutional and cultru- cultural encounters and that it accru- occurs across races. Educate yourself on the history of colorism. Please, 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 please. Excuse me, please. Because that little Google definition, that one that you see on the top of the Google page when you Google colorism, is not the definition of colorism. And while I'm here, let me say that light-skinned girls cannot experience colorism. They can't. They cannot. Because colorism, the sociological definition of colorism, is the um, systemic oppression of dark-skinned black people that's what colorism is which means that dark skinned black people cannot be colorist and I don't know why it is that you light skinned people want to dark skin and white people want to experience oppression so bad and light skin black people do exp- experience oppression they experience racism not colorism racism and racism is a to make oppression of all black people they have two different definitions and it can't go vice versa it just cannot accept it please because dark skinned people we don't want to be oppressed it's not something that we celebrate it's something that we acknowledge as issues that affect us so please Please, I beg, please. Three, check in with yourself. How may you internet and perpetuate colorism? Um, I've I, I, I said before that I already acknowledge these within myself. Um, I encourage you guys to please acknowledge it within yourself. It's okay to acknowledge an issue and learn to change. It's okay. We've been facing this since we were born. Since we were born because there are parents that when they look on the inside of the air, I don't know where they get that from. They determine if you're gonna be dark skinned or not. Especially when you have like a dark skin parent and a light skinned parent. Um, yeah. So please it's okay to like say this I've internalized this, but I will work on changing it. I will work on learning to love every facet of my being. It's okay. It's completely okay. You've been oppressed for too long. That shit gets to you. Um, for listen to those who open up about the colorism they experience. I cannot preach this enough. Um, I've never faced this, but I've I've seen people who have. Like when. They speak up about the issues that affect them. But what about me? What about us? What about you? What about you? Miss Mamas? Mm -hmm. What about you? Hmm? We're talking about us right now. Listen to us right now. And by the way, we can acknowledge and discuss multiple issues at the same time. We can. Um... (laughs) We can't let me go drink some water because I've been preaching my ass off. <laughs> have, um five have conversations with people. Sorry, share what you've learned about colorism and how it affects people with others. Huh? Oh <laughs> Parents and caregivers have conversations about race and colorism from an early age and continue these conversations as the child goes. I don't, um I, um, I don't agree. Because we're trying to become an anti-racial world, right? This reiterates this racial world we live in. We do. This, it does. And I don't come down like... The, ch- the children at protests saying that their black lives matter please please I beg let them be kids let them be kids my tip for parents and caregivers is not to preach that colors race text race racist shit to your kids don't tell them that light skin, is, light skin is better don't tell them that dark skin is worse don't tell them that your hair is simply pretty because you're light-skinned. Don't tell them that black people aren't pretty or beautiful because they're not. That's the pretty preach- the shit you shouldn't preach. Um lastly, increase the diversity of black blackness is in Hollywood. Anywhere to be honest, not just in the Hollywood. In brands, magazines, hey Vogue, <laughs> I will never, I will never forget that Anna Wintour said with her whole chest that Vogue has not been able to accommodate black people, and never. What does the <laughs> What does the editor-in-chief do? She has been the editor-in-chief of Vogue for 30-plus years. And you're telling me that um, you can change it? Everything passes through you. And now you're trying to cover that shit up with posting black brands, black artists, black Vogue black challenge. Um, um, speaking of the Vogue challenge, um, Vogue is still Vogue, as the, in in the midst of by, boycott, boy boycotting it, it's still Vogue. So congrats to Abby Hale, um, on her Vogue challenge feature in the Vogue magazine. Um, she should have got a little coin for it for the rights to the pictures, but, um, I'm not going to get into that, um, congrats, you fully deserve it, and you're going, it's just bigger from here, period, um, but yeah, it's crazy that she would say that, Miss Arnold, and she is the editor-in-chief of Vogue, imagine that, and you will see every. Every idea. From black creatives. Before you give a black person credit. Hmm. Imagine that. I just say. We boycott all this shit. Support black businesses. Make black businesses. The new luxury. Make them. The new luxury. Make. Proximity to blackness. Some people are desperate for. Build. Let's build our own table and make them cover for a seat. Make them dance for a seat. <laughs> Listen. Um. I know straight off into the American bit. But we can't address two issues at the same time. It affects all black people. Um. Now, lastly, I'm going to speak on classism. I know this is long, but I don't really care. Um, This is go- an issue that is affecting me, and it's an issue I don't want to affect my black kids, my dark-skinned black kids. Um, I, sp- I touched on it, like, unofficially in this podcast. Like when I said talked about privatization and all of that, a lady must rave on her bullshit, um, and classism is is such an issue in Jamaica that oh excuse me, it's such an issue in the J- Jamaica that most don't even notice when they're doing it. And one instance is that, remember when iPhones um meant that you were rich? Hmm. I wonder why that is. The hundreds of dollars that you would spend to get an iPhone would flaunt in people's face and say, Oh, she's rich. She got an iPhone. Ha! <laughs> I imagine that. Now everybody has an iPhone. Is, is, is the math nothing? Math because it's not math in for me. It's not adding up. What changed? And I remember even getting braces, something that was used to correct imperfections in the teeth. That defined richness? when you can now get loans to um pay for your braces and um pay for the um what's it called the maintenance is is the math mathing cuz it's not mathing for me it's it's not mathing for me it's not making sense um so um and even Further, like, people are denied jobs simply because of the place that they live. And this is speaking more to ghetto people and people living in the inner city. Ghetto is not a bad word. Um, don't try it. Um, like, these people are denied jobs, whole jobs, because of where they live. I wonder why. Hmm? And then you want to talk about these people are financially illiterate. What? What? So how is it that they're financially illiterate, but they're applying for jobs? They want the money. And honestly, I've never seen more innovative people than ghetto people. I've never seen people more hungry than ghetto people. And I don't have many interactions with them, but this is from observation. I can't I just I just want to have enough money to like get some of those kids in school. Let them have a shot. let, let them, they're just as creative and literate sorry, literate as the rest of us. So what's the issue? Are you are, are you mad? Because they're going to have the same proximity to whiteness that you spent your whole life slaving for? Hmm? Answer me. Uh, okay. And I'll answer you yes. That's why you're mad. That's why you're mad. And it's it's... <laughs> It's 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 just uh, I want better for all of us. You know, I'm not I'm not impoverished, but I want better for me and my family. I want generational wealth for my family, and I can't achieve that if you're still doing this bullshit. Whole jobs, you're denying them jobs because of, because of where they live. Then they're gonna turn around and say they're lazy. What? Does it make sense? And these people are these people that are preaching this is the same people that do nothing but dance for massa. All these people want is success, and even that they don't deserve, huh? I. I I just can't. And um, let's talk about these schools. Let's get back into these schools because most of these smart-ass inner-city kids cannot go to traditional schools because they cannot afford to because of these ridiculously high school fees. And then if every child can learn, every child must learn. Yet they're lazy. Huh? It's every child can learn. Every child must learn. But they cannot go to schools. That they're worthy of going. That's how you view them. And. This is kind of a sidebar. But. It's funny. How every bad thing that happens. um, Like. The murder of those um, five cops. Um, Not saying it's not bad. Not saying it's not bad. It's bad. Condolences to their families. Because that must be rough. But it's crazy how all the inner city is put under fire. In hot water because of that. But the police. Law enforcers don't get the same treatment when they abuse and murder inner city residents. Then you're going to say you don't feel bad for them when they just want people to stop, stop abusing their families, their babies. You're mad because people want to live? A commandment is literally "thou shall not kill." Nobody has the right. No human being has the right to take another human being's life. God giveth; He's the one that taketh away. You for, you conveniently forgot that, huh? There's no excuse on either side of the coin. None. And if it's not that, they're being forgotten. They're put in hot water because they want people to stop abusing their babies. And at any other time, we want water, we want education, we want food, we want um shelters. You for, You conveniently forget about them conveniently and to maintain your little fake middle class you make these you gaslight these people you make them feel bad when they're working their ass off because they're according to you they're lazy and it's crazy because most of you have never interacted with any of these people either so what's tea? You've never interacted with these people either and you call them lazy. You say, oh, work till you work, struggle till you make it. Yada yada yada. Struggle struggle, 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 and you make it. All because you know it's a lie. Excuse me. You know it's a lie. You are doing this to maintain your fake middle class and your proximity to whiteness. Examine the low, exa- not the lower class, examine the 1%. Who is in the 1%? It's not you. That's what we want to achieve. Your desperate plea for proximity to whiteness is not helping our case. what is it that important that you don't want other black people to simply live huh what like it's it's not it's not adding up You know struggle didn't get where you, you know you know struggling didn't get you where you are. Stop maintaining that struggle mentality. The, nobody wants that for their kids. Nobody. The whole goal my mother has always said, I'm doing this so you don't have to work as hard as me. That's what she said. Always says. I'm doing all this work, so you don't have to put in all these work. All this work. I'm not gonna struggle, and I'm not gonna make my children um struggle. So you can dead that with the quickness. You can dead it. Who wants to struggle? Who wants to struggle? And I know the struggling thing creates a. Uh, a, a beautiful story that on profile, you know, you struggled all your life, went to America, came back, started your business, become a became a manager. Yeah, it's a beautiful story. But it's it we don't want it anymore. We don't want to struggle. We deserve the same equality of those who have inherited their wealth you think i want my black babies to struggle are you crazy is it crack is it crack sir because it has to be i don't want my black babies to struggle i I simply i simply do not My mother does not want her black baby to struggle. And I'm supposed to want that from my children, from myself. I'm not going to struggle. Struggling is not what I want. I want to struggle, 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 and still get nowhere in life. Because that's what that does. Struggling for years and nothing has come up for you. Does it make sense? And can we go into these, this, quote unquote, women empowerment branches for a minute? Um, it's, it's interesting because I've never seen people other than the fake middle class as a women empowerment branch. Then you wonder why people who are not in the fake middle class don't like women empowerment branches. They don't empower a soul. It's just an excuse for you guys to dress up, go out, and flaunt your um, success and your money. Another woman's faces is an elitist thing. Sounds a bit culty to me, but it's an elitist function. It doesn't do anything. I can be empowered from my home. I don't need to come to a brunch with people who don't even like with women who don't even like me and who don't want to see me um enter the spaces that they are in. It's not gonna do anything for me and anything for other women on the outside. That's why we don't like it. That's that that that's classism institutionalized. You're not you're not seeing that. All because all that's all to flaunt your proximity to whiteness. You're not seeing that. Um. Anyway, that's where I'm going to leave it today. This is really long. This is like a, an hour and a half. That's crazy to me. Um, and honestly, I could go on longer if I went into the nitty gritty of it. I really could, but I'm not going to. Um, yeah, that's why I'm gonna leave it. Stop being colorist, stop being racist, and yeah, don't ask me to um, teach you how to not be colorist or racist either, because I'm not gonna teach your grown ass a single thing when you can read. I'm not. I'm not going to teach a single thing. Don't ask nobody. How can I learn? Read. It's documented. And read from black authors, please. We all know that history has been whitewashed. We all know this. Read. Read from black authors specifically. um, Because they... Do- Hillary, um Beckles and Vereen Shepherd must be shaking, shaking <laughs> at this utter ignorance of our people. So please read. I'm not going to teach our grown as a single thing. Stop being racist. Stop being colors, and we can all be a um post-racial society. Um <laughs> anyways, thank you for listening. Um I hope you enjoyed this. I hope I tried to cover as much as possible and I think I did. Um, I could go on like but I'm so over it. I'm just tired of being discriminated. I want equal opportunities for me and my black children. Um, I'm over it. Simply over it, like Summer Walker. Over it. <laughs> um, thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something. Hope you take something away from this. Um, this is more um. Some this is something that di- um affects all of us. Um, I just want to say like a final thing. Just rest in peace. toyin Salau. Um, the black American, um, girl who was murdered the other day, um, by her, I don't know who it was. I think it was somebody related to her though. Um, she did not deserve that. She spoke up for all black people and she, she did not deserve that. Um, it's, I'm over it. I'm over of us being murdered in Jamaica and in the U.S. and in the world. Over it, um, we simply deserve to live. God will take us when He wants to. When He wants to, you as a human being have no right to uh murder me, and you have no right to discriminate me, none because I can't change it, and you're just mad for no reason you looking at me is upsetting you um anyway i'm real. i'm gonna end this like for read this time um thanks for listening hope you learned something hope you take something away stop being colors and racist okay bye <laughs>